Welcome to Former Adventist Podcast. Grab a cup of coffee and join Colleen Tinker and Nikki Stevenson as they discuss their life after Adventism. Welcome to Former Adventist Podcast. I'm Colleen Tinker. And I'm Nikki Stevenson. And happy Thanksgiving, Nikki. Happy Thanksgiving, Colleen. (laughs) You know what? We can just start by our new headphones, can't we? I'm thankful for our new headphones. Oh, yes, me too. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Richard. (laughs) And I'm thankful for our sound editor, Mr. Richard Tinker. Oh, my goodness. You guys have no idea how thankful you need to be for (laughs) Richard Tinker. (laughs) Yeah, especially going through Daniel, huh? Uh Yeah, I'd, a lot of in the old days they would have said a lot of stuff has been left on the cutting room floor, <laughs> but he sits through it all and makes us sound like we're saying what we intend to say. And thank you, Jesus. I think we are saying what we intend to say. Mm-hmm. So, Nikki, as you think about this week and look back at what we've been doing lately, what are you thinking as you approach Thanksgiving? You know, I'm just so thankful for God's Word. I know that seems so obvious, but the more we walk through these books of Scripture together in this context, studying week by week and sharing what we're learning and talking about it in light of how we've been deceived, I feel like each week I'm getting a steroid shot in the arm, just strengthening my trust in God's Word and learning so much about His character. You know, we were told, well, the Ten Commandments is God's transcript, the transcript of God's character. Right. Well, I would say the 66 books are. Yes. (laughs) And every time we dig into one, I just learn new, amazing, or just deeper truths about God. I come to Thanksgiving with Daniel very much on my mind as we come week by week to prepare for that. Just so grateful for it. I know exactly what you mean, and I don't have the words to explain that. But I've had the same experience with Daniel. I never would have planned to take this kind of a deep dive into this book. But it did seem like after going through the 28 Fundamental Beliefs as we did, this is a book that we had to take back, as you put it. Mm -hmm. This is a book of the Bible that was deliberately misused to deceive us as Adventists. And we didn't even know how much this book was used in that deception. Mm-hmm. But it was. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating, too, because when you think about it, the purpose of this book was to reveal truth to us. It was to yes. reveal truth and reveal the God of the Bible. And they used it to conceal truth and to distort the God of the Bible. And one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately, there are verses in Scripture that talk about encouraging one another about the last days. You know, I think about that. If I was an Adventist and someone was to say, hey, I'm going to encourage you with talk of the last days, I would not feel encouraged by Mm -hmm. that. It used to scare me. In fact, I remember being newly married and reading the book of Revelation one day in my apartment, I think I was sitting on the floor of our spare room that looked more like a garage and I was sorting and trying to clean and there was a Bible. So sure, I opened it up and I just sat there and read the book of Revelation. And when I came to the end of it, I was physically trembling and terrified. Yeah, I believe you. I was so afraid because it didn't encourage me. It it scared me. I didn't know the truth. I didn't know the gospel at that point in my life. But now... I understand why Scripture says to encourage one another with news about the coming of Christ and and last day events, because it is encouraging. 
I never would have thought I would think that prophecy is encouraging. But you know what, Nikki? One of the things doing Daniel has really reinforced to me and made it even stronger than it was already becoming is the idea that I have to read Old Testament prophecy at face value. I can't come to this book of Daniel. I can't come to the book of Isaiah or Jeremiah or Ezekiel or any of the minor prophets and think, well, I now have to apply um, a sort of allegorical meaning to them because, you know, now we have the church. No, no. When God speaks, He speaks. And, you know, it really has struck me, Nikki, that it says in John 1, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, John 1-2. He was in the beginning with God. He is known as the Word. And that Greek word, logos, which underlies word, is the same word in Greek that in Hebrew is represented by the word Torah. Isn't that fascinating? Mm -hmm. That the Hebrew Torah and the Greek logos are the same meaning. This is God's Word. This is the living Word of God. So, when the Word speaks to Daniel, or Isaiah, or Jeremiah, or Hosea, he's speaking the words he wants people to know. This isn't like, well, okay, I'll give you this, (laughs) and by and by you can use your cleverness to figure out how else you may interpret it. No, he's actually saying what he means to say. Mm -hmm. That is such a new thing for me. Yeah, it's very kind of him because I just know that I don't have the IQ to figure out all of the stuff, but he tells us what we need to know. He does. I remember very vividly many years ago, shortly after coming out of Adventism and starting to realize that, you know, we can read the Bible using the normal rules of grammar and vocabulary words mean what the words say, context is everything. And using that method of reading, the Old Testament was starting to look really different, Mm -hmm. and prophecy was starting to look really different. And I remember a friend of mine saying, I don't have to throw away half the Bible anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really been true for me. And doing Daniel has been such a surprise, because like I said, it was so warped in our past. But these words are clear. Daniel's being given information for all time. It's in God's eternal word. And think about it, Nikki. Daniel was a prophet of God, stuck a Jewish man in Babylon, in exile, and God's giving him this. It's amazing. So I'm thankful for that. I have one more thing I'm thankful for. We have a new little granddaughter. Oh, yes. Born this month. Little Isla. Little Isla Marie. She is a little cutie. Looks a lot like her sister. So that always makes a holiday fun. But I'm also looking forward to the rest of this week. Um, Let's share what we plan to do tomorrow night. Yeah, well, that's our annual turkey dressing (laughs) that we do together. I was a really, really pathetic vegetarian (laughs) I was afraid to be near meat. I wouldn't kiss my husband after he ate meat. He had his own dishes. (laughs) And so when I left Adventism and determined to learn how to live in a world that eats meat and participate, I knew nothing about any of it. And you invited me into your kitchen and you said, come help me make a turkey for Thanksgiving. And we've done it every year since. And now Abby, my daughter is 13 and she joined us last year Uh and she's excited to come and do this as well. And actually doing this with you has 
given me the courage. Last year at home, I did my own turkey with Abby. It was much smaller, but we did a turkey last year too. It's just amazing. This is another one of those evidences of God giving us family now. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. And it is quite fun because, you know, one of the things we do the night before when you and Abby come and help is to do a tradition that I got from my older daughter-in-law we wrap that turkey in bacon. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and it's really quite funny. And my husband was a pathetic vegetarian as well. <laughs> um, he learned to eat meat before we knew you, but I believe he did kind of help you along the way. Yes, he did. And now it gives me so much pleasure because we do a, a very large turkey generally, and I cook it at a very low temperature overnight. And Richard says it's now his favorite morning of the year to wake up and smell that combination smell of the roasted turkey with the bacon and to know that he doesn't have to work during the day. And then our friend Steve comes over at 10 and we eat bacon and drink coffee <laughs> while we wait for everybody to come for lunch. And it's it's just a fun tradition. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you for the bacon, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it kicks off this amazing season of celebrating the incarnation of Christ, something that I knew as an Adventist, but I didn't in my heart celebrate. I didn't either. And I don't know how to articulate that, because if I was talking to Nikki from 15 years ago, she probably would have disagreed with me. Yeah, so would Colleen from 25 years ago. But when you celebrate with a heart that's alive— Mm -hmm. It's different. It is. It really is. And I've been listening to Christmas music since October. <laughs> Go <laughs> so, you. <laughs> so I am excited. I'm excited. I feel like Thanksgiving is the perfect way to start Christmas. I agree. I feel the same way. And you know, it's one thing that has become emphasized to me after just doing Daniel 8 is that Hanukkah is celebrated by the Jews around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. We talked about this last couple weeks ago. And I know that Hanukkah is a Jewish celebration that is good whether you are a believing Jew or not a believing Jew, because it's part of the national history mm -hmm. of Judas Maccabees defeating Antiochus Epiphanes' army and getting those Syrians out of the temple and restoring the worship of Yahweh. I'd never thought about how it came about by an act of God to be so close to Christmas. Yeah. God manifesting himself to the Jews before the cross, before the New Testament. And now when he sent his Jewish, born in Jewish human skin, his son to us to redeem all of us, Jew or Gentile, I just love the thought of those eight-day Hanukkah candles and the birth of Jesus, all being at the same time of year. Yeah, me too. That intertestamental period, and then the Christ. The Christ. <laughs> so, this week, Nikki, is our kickoff for Christmas, in spite of the fact that it's actually Thanksgiving, <laughs> because that's how we feel about it. And you know, we can't end a Thanksgiving podcast without saying how thankful we are for the people who take this journey with us, who listen mm -hmm. and write to us and share their stories with us and encourage us. It's an amazing gift that it, God mm -hmm. gave us. We were born or converted into a cult, a great deception, but he pulled us out and he gave us each other in this really unique way where we can walk together toward him in truth, unpacking the deception and 
praising him to a degree that I'm not sure we would be able to share with other people. And so I am just so grateful for those who come and participate with us in this. It is a blessing that I don't know how to articulate, that I can actually talk about Scripture out loud and process my own experience of coming out of the twisted understandings into the light of what the words actually mean. And to be able to talk about that and share that with other people who share our background, it's a huge blessing, Nikki. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun to do this with you. So, Thank you for sitting in here with me every week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This has been God's gift to us. It has. It mm. truly has. And we thank Him for each of you who's listening. And we do wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. And if you haven't fully trusted Jesus, this is the time. This is Thanksgiving. He has come and rescued us. And we're about to launch into the season where we celebrate that coming. And I promise you that if you haven't trusted Him before, and you do now, this Christmas will be completely new. (laughs) So, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy your turkey, and enjoy the Lord Jesus, who has declared all foods clean and has given us family in Him. Be sure to join us again next week as we return to Daniel. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Former Adventist Podcast. You may email us at formeradventist at gmail.com. Former Adventist Podcast is a ministry of Life Assurance Ministries. For more information, weekly articles, videos, and a donation link, go to our website at proclamationmagazine.com.